Apocalypse, Mr. Bandai. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. Hey guys, to honor uh, this time, strange everything, uh, strange adventures number 52, I'm Mike. Darkseid's couch. This is James. I'm Shay. Oh, that's kind of like, that's kind of like an intro. Yep. <laughs> that's like, it's not not an intro. It was strange. Yeah. It, <laughs> it'll be a little less strange in the edit, but uh, it's still pretty strange. So like, uh, I, we picked this just because uh, the cover's super strange, right? It's, it, uh, it, it does live up to the moniker of Strange Adventures, which is Strange Adventures number 52. Mm -hmm. What year is this? 1955. Uh, 55, where they were constantly terrified of uh, giant parakeets destroying their civilization. Yeah, giant parakeets and bombs. They were still really scared about bombs. And yet, yeah. in this comic, they were like, more than willing to use it for any reason whatsoever. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, seriously. They yes. were just waiting for a fucking hangnail in order to oh, drop an H-bomb. There is a hero coming up in this book who is adamant that there needs to be an H-bomb dropped immediately. We'll get to yeah. that, though. What's that? The dock workers are striking. Have we tried any H-bombs yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are we going to deal with this COVID? Have you looked at the H-bomb? Have you thought about the H-bomb? <laughs> uh, yeah, Strange Adventures it ran for 244 goddamn issues. Damn. Uh, yeah, first appearances of Captain Comet, the Atomic Knights, uh, Mortal Man, Enchantress, and a couple of my favorites, Animal Man and Dead Man debuted Sweet. in Strange Adventures. Yeah, was everyone's not, favorites. Yeah, I. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that sincerely and assume people really do love Animal Man and Dead Man. Uh, it was not the first appearance of Adam Strange, although he was in there for a bit. And uh, currently, there's actually uh, Tom King and Mitch Gerards and Doc Shaner are doing a uh, Strange Adventure miniseries with Adam Strange that looks really damn good, but I'm waiting for it to be collected. So this is not that Strange Adventures, though. This is a much stranger Strange Adventures. It's a spiritual sister to that uh, Mr. Miracle book that Tom King did a couple years ago, which is one of my favorite comic books ever. So on the, on the cover here, uh, it, it says here, featuring prisoner of the parakeets mm -hmm. and there is a man in a blue suit uh, being in a cage being uh, flown around by a parakeet that parakeet wouldn't be able to lift that cage up he's got hollow well, bones these aren't regular parakeets well i so guess they still, they still would have bones. hollow bones yeah they still would have mm -hmm. hollow bones yeah and he, i mean if we're his... going to question the realism of this it's also and, a parakeet that's are. probably 10 to 12 feet tall well there's an explanation for that says, uh, here's your new pet deer, and he's going, he, see, and he's saying, crying out for help, but he's asking the other parakeet for help. I don't think it's going to work. Yeah, it's, the two parakeets clearly know each other. So even if one of them was willing to help a man, this particular parakeet isn't going to help. Right, he's not going to be a race traitor. Yeah, he's, he's not going to rebel against his own species. Uh, so yeah, we've got a whole bunch of, uh, a bunch of stories, uh, some better than others. The suit is definitely the Donald Trump special. That is the suit that you got uh, when you were an adult in the 1950s. For your 18th birthday, you got a blue suit with a red tie. Donald Trump's still wearing it. Yes, he's been handed down through generations, never washed. Does not wash it, doesn't believe in it. It does kind of look like it's ever washed. Yeah, he doesn't carry a suitcase and he doesn't wash his suit. Those are his <laughs> rules. Doesn't carry a suitcase, really? Please. He does not he carry doesn't a reuse a goddamn thing. I was actually reading about that. Uh, I was reading some, don't ask how I got down to this, but I, I was reading some excerpts from uh, Art of the Deal, and he mentioned that uh, he does not carry a suitcase. He also, he likes to play everything super loose. He doesn't really schedule meetings. Uh, he doesn't really just plan. He just kind of shows up in the office, which is a great way to run anything. A country, a company. I mean, he's the president now, so clearly he's winning. I, I mean, it's kind of inarguable. <laughs> like, when you become the president, you won. Right. What, what, how, what higher office is there? Pope? What else are you going to be? That is the number one thing to be, I suppose, in this country. His it it kind of is. Um, so this first story, uh, as uh, Mike said, it's Prisoner of the Parakeets, uh, written by John Broom, uh, with art by Henry Sharp and Bernard Sachs. So let's get into this right after we look at another buff kid. Look at that. Air <laughs> I see that's called airbrushing. Yeah. Yeah. Before Photoshop, it was just airbrushing. Like he's um, like, they, like he's has the best physique in town. That means the whole town doesn't have great physiques. Yeah. Well, I mean, he does look pretty good. Like this okay. is another one of those uh, how to turn your 12 year old body into a muscle man body kind of ads. Go through puberty. Yeah. Yeah. That's in the 50s. I gained that's how it went. 70 pounds of muscle. You know how huge he would be if he gained 70 pounds of muscle? Considering he started at 100 pounds. Yeah. Did he? Where does it say that? Well, I don't know. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. 
No, no, it says he gained 50 pounds, 53 pounds. It just keeps changing. He won a big, he won a big silver trophy. Oh, there you go. You're right. I was 90 pounds. 90 pounds. All right. All right. All right. It's almost doubled his weight with nothing but sheer muscle. He would be yeah. dead. Yeah. You well, can't no, survive he, that. He took steroids. That's how you do that. Well, that's, that's such a shortcut on your way to death. That's what uh, Mac did on It's Always Sunny. I'm very perturbed by this ad offering that you can, like, if you buy it, I don't fully understand this. I guess if you write in to get it, you enter some sort of competition and mm -hmm. you can win $100 and a big 15-inch tall silver cup. Yeah. For what? Like, uh, Make your smoothies, make your protein yeah, shakes. Yeah, you put your no, protein I mean, like, shakes into it. If you get a fucking trophy, it should be for something. It seems like they really are just setting it up so that the kid looks like he won something. It's for he's all being buff. buff. It's yeah, for being they, buff. They give trophies what, like, for it, physiques. What's written on it then? Like, big buff baby? Yes. Yeah, hopefully. big buff baby. That's what it says. <laughs> BBB. Yeah, you got to oh. get your BBB. <laughs> I got uh, one okay. right here in the house. <laughs> Spending a lot of time on this ad. Okay. We Next got, like, to a few stories. other three letters. <laughs> Triple H got BEM? the BBB. Triple H got the BEM. He's the BEM. Oh, yeah, He's got right. The brains, emotion. Thank you. Head. I was trying the... to think of what it was like brains, something, muscle. Yeah. I mean, he is running a company. People who listen to this podcast are BEMers. <laughs> they, they, they follow the Tao of BEM. What was yep. E? I don't even remember. Uh, emotion. Oh, yeah, emotion. Brains, emotion, mm -hmm. uh, muscle. You got to portray emotion when you're a pro wrestler. You got to get it through the camera. <laughs> you do. You do. Yeah. Uh, so this first story is about some parakeets that have been exposed to radiation on an island where they were mortal, some... mortal enemies to humans. Apparently mm -hmm. yeah. they hate them. They hate them. Well, what I really learned in this comic book was it doesn't matter what species it is. Given the chance to take over the world, any species on this planet is going to take it over. Well, we Apparently. have a, we have common ancestors. It makes sense. Yeah. We all just, everybody wants to rule the world. I read that from a, a philosopher once. So anyway, uh, yeah, so all these planes have been crashing mysteriously in this island. And this one scientist is like, well, I guess I'll be a private investigator and take a look at this. And he yeah. does. Yeah. Back when you could just leave your job, rent a boat, and just go to a crime scene. Yeah, yeah. I'll be back in like three, four weeks. <laughs> so what happens? He gets fucking kidnapped by the birds. Yeah, he gets kidnapped yeah. by a giant parakeet. They swoop down and get him on his, from his big orange boat. And then he seems to remember. Apparently, he didn't remember it until this point, but they have been conducting a bunch of bomb tests on this island, and it just now occurs to him uh, that no, this was him, that island. Him specifically. Yes, yes, he had. He been. was doing it. <laughs> he was doing this on his no, own. It's not that he doesn't remember that. He didn't remember the fact that a goddamn hashtag parakeet squad. Still. <laughs> which is conducting... a thing, I guess. They're just a whole bunch of fucking parakeets. Parakeets. That... Yeah, a, a group of parakeets is a squad. Yeah. In the uh, in the on the cover, he's wearing a Donald Trump suit, but here he's dressed very smartly in a nice jacket with a white yeah. uh, collared shirt underneath, looking he's good. Got kind of a Walter White thing going on. It's nice. Oh yeah, uh, Walter yeah. White. Sure, yeah. I see it. Kind of a Hogan's hero. Yeah, he's my hero. Uh, so yeah, apparently, even though you were conducting experiments with brand new types of explosions and <laughs> that involve radiation. And then you see that where you're conducting those explosions, there are now giant radioactive parakeets. It still took him a little while to put two and two together. Well, we're not there yeah. yet. Right now, he's just calmly uh, accepting his role in this story like, where he's just like, man, it's a big parakeet. Holy you shit. It's stripping a tree to make me a cage. I wonder who's yeah. going in the cage. Ah, shit. I'm going in the cage. And they like. I don't understand why this isn't more confusing in the comic because it confused the fuck out of me. Birds don't have thumbs. How are they building anything like this? They build this? nests. Yeah, they build nests. They're just build, they're I said a more like complicated this. Thing. Well, I, I tell said you, specifically like this. Crows can use tools. This this character here, he's really accepting his role calmly. Yeah, because they're, they're like, li the lifespan was a lot shorter for men. You know so what? I'm gonna like, make well, the best of this. Like I'm forty. <laughs> like my yeah, end, my end is. It ripped just seems it, like that it. would scare me the most. Is looking up and seeing an entire city built by birds and realizing that there's no way they fucking like held. How? What? How? Well, they don't start pouring concrete yet. We're still. Yeah. He, he's in the cage. He's in. They're feeding him coconuts and giving him water because he's like a pet now. And he's and he's been here for like a week. And now he's just now thinking. After a week going by, he's thinking. You know what? This all might have something to do with the nuclear test that I did with that <laughs> meteor that landed on the explosion site that we blew up that created a green fog that a bunch of parakeets flew into. Yeah. 
Which it didn't look like they bothered to report that a giant green fog. No. Things were fast and loose back then. I mean, back in that day, two people were enough to conduct extensive nuclear research. Then the dude very quickly realizes that the birds are evolving cities. And what I realize is that the parakeets don't bother shitting on their own stuff. No, they don't. Just inside his cage. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They only shit on things that belong to humans. He's like, oh, God, no. All of you at once. All of them. All of them. (laughs) Then he grows Uh, to love it, and it becomes a fetish. Yeah, he's into it. Now he needs it. Enjoy watching any bukkake after this, fellas. It's funny, like, a week goes by of him not realizing what happened, and then once he does, he sticks his head out the cage and goes, oh, shit, they started pouring concrete. Yeah. When did you guys do this? How did you guys make glass? There's goddamn bridges. And he's still in a wooden cage. Did he not hear them build it? <laughs> they did it overnight. He's a very deep sleeper. You know what's funny? They built the cities before they learned to to speak a language. Yeah. And now they're speaking the language. They were speaking their own language. They were speaking the kukru kukru. And now he's like, I got to teach them my language because I'm sure as shit not learning theirs. I'm from America. <laughs> You're learning and, uh, my language. And they do. They learn English. Kentucky-style English. 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 Uh, And they pick up English. And so he decides to uh, pull a little tricksy doodle on them. And he Mm -hmm. tells them, well, guess what, motherfuckers? I did some more, even more ridiculous tests on an island just north of here. And I'm going to go there and get super big and kick your ass. Luckily, the parakeets don't know what lying is. No. They've they've never had to learn. They're a perfect society. And they've obviously never read a comic book and and seen the, the person posture their plan and then immediately fail. No. They, yeah. can only, they can't draw, but they can pour concrete and make glass. And, and right. they're, they're an ethical species, except when it comes to humans. And well, they're smart enough to learn English within a couple days, if not a couple hours, but definitely can't pick up on online. Yeah, they're like a European kid. They they like savants. Uh, and so anyway, the parakeets decide, well, guess what, motherfucker? We're going to go to the island and we're not going to do any reconnaissance first. Yeah, but it was the meteor that gave them the super intelligence. Like, why... All right. They don't know that. Yeah, I guess they don't. <laughs> as they're dropping the bomb at the island that created the parakeets, uh, as they were leaving, they found a meteorite. And they were like, well, shit, the bomb's about to go off, so we better get off the island. Why they were still on the island a couple minutes before the bomb went off, I don't know. Play things fast and loose. Exactly. Apparently something happened between the bomb and this meteorite from outer space, and that's what created the, the mutant parakeets. So I guess what we're learning is that the radiation was a bigger factor in that than the meteorite? What we really learned is that uh, there's no shutoff switch for countdowns. No, you can't. Well, that might be true, actually. That might be very well true. And these guys in the South Pacific detonating more H-bombs. Man, a lot of H-bomb detonating going on in this comic book. So uh, the parakeets decide to go to the other island just as another bomb is going off, which apparently the prisoner knew. He knew exactly when they were going to set off another bomb. Yeah, it's uh, weird that he knew how much time went by that he'd stay on schedule for the, the test, even though he's zoned out while they built a whole city. Well, he was a yeah. boy scout. He learned how to follow the, the sun and the stars and such. Um, and so they blew up all of the parakeets and uh, everybody had a good laugh. Yep, they're like, oh, hope you guys like chicken. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's I the end of the story. I have cancer. Yes. Uh, and then we got an ad for the parakeets. Tootsie Rolls uh, on a Macy's Thanksgiving parade. They Man, float. kids were really delicious. easy to entertain. Well, I tell you, I once drove in a parade. That is true. I, I once marched in the gay pride parade to impress a girl. Uh, hmm. That Weird. could be a mixed message. Weird, right? I did, yeah. though. It worked. I mean, uh, I'm sure this was a time where, like, everyone just assumed that uh, that straight men were afraid to take part in gay activities. This was, like, maybe 20 years ago. How homophobic were people 20 years ago? They were pretty homophobic. They were, right. were pretty fucking homophobic. Before yeah. 9-11, we, we, when we didn't know about terrorism, we, that was public enemy number one was the homo. I will tell you, uh, when I was 15, 16, 17, there was a time in my life where I had kissed more boys than girls. Okay. I, it just it just happens. when, when You you're also a, had beautiful, long, flowing hair. I did. I did. I could still have it. Now it's all shaved like a hipster on the side. No, the worst uh, haircut possible. I don't know why great. you do this to yourself. You're it's gonna, great. It's it feels like, great. Looks it's great. like having a mullet. Like it, you're gonna look back on it, and you're gonna be, and you're, it's gonna be like having a bad mullet. Nah, nah, I'm okay with it. No, I'm people okay are always it. gonna look envious. like this. Just, no, I it don't think people be. are always gonna look like it. But at it some point, you have be. to accept that everything you do is gonna be a little dated. You have to just accept that. It's not envious, but as a bald man, it's like whenever I see uh, haired people with like haircuts I don't approve of, it's like a, it's like a slap in the face. It's like you're why are you doing that to yourself? Yeah. 
Yeah, you're projecting. You're projecting. Um, okay. <laughs> I anyway. too have hair. Your haircut's oh, fine. Yeah. I don't. I don't hate your haircut. Yeah, girls can do whatever they want with their hair. Well, that's not true. But whatever. Well, anyone could do whatever they want with anything. Well, that's not true. I'm just giving my uh, opinion. All right. Um, yeah, I, I actually I towed a boat behind a van for a parade, and the boat had a little kid in it giving out candy, and I was terrified. Oh, nice. It was a horrifying experience. Because you're just afraid you're going to, like, just slam on the gas and just whip that boat around and yeah. kill that kid? What was your... Because I'd, I'd rarely ever driven a van, and now I'm towing a boat, and there's a kid there, and people are running around with candy, and thousands of people are staring at me as I'm driving, and I'm white-knuckling it the whole time. And afterwards, uh, my boss says to me, hey, uh, uh, why weren't you smiling more when you were driving? Why aren't you smiling and waving? Because I thought I might kill somebody. I legitimately thought I was going to knock over this boat we were giving away for a, for a contest. Man, if I ever get a time machine, James, I'm really going to wreck that for you. <laughs> Should have yeah, told that me would, that. that would, had, I, had I fucked up that boat, my life probably would have went in a different direction. Things I probably would have splintered off. I would have pushed some kid in front of the van and run over his leg. Well, I, I'd like to think that would be your, your fault, not mine, but okay. Right, but I'll make it look like it was yours. And, okay. you, I mean, and you won't know me. You'll be back in time. But then the yeah. timeline's going to diverge, and I'll never be able to get back to my to my present, and I'll be trapped. Just created a paradox. And I'll be yep. trapped in this in this new timeline where where James ran over a kid. Well, this was a fascinating ad. It's not worth it. <laughs> All right, uh, then we got some ads about double bubble and yeah, grow uh, a second head and scare the town bully. Yeah, you pretend like your uh, bubblegum balloon is a second head, and it scares the bully into thinking you have two heads for some reason. Kids were really dumb. And here how yeah. we can see how everyone was kind of dumb, because they thought Mars was covered in canals. Well, and it's the first of two times in this comic that the canals of Mars were, are mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. thought they were there. They thought that people, that there were aliens on Venus and Mars. They just couldn't see. They didn't know. Well, and they were also very scared of the vegans. Yeah. As we're going to see <laughs> in our next story. There's a second story called uh, Twinkle Twinkle Deadly Star, also written by John Broom, art by Gil Kane and Bernard Sachs. I think Mike Pence gave a speech against the vegans at the RNC this week. Yes. (laughs) Shay, uh, you're very excited about this. Do you want to explain what's going on? Okay. So there are these gamma rays that are showing up and they somehow or another know that they only come from the star Vega. And they don't just appear, so they have to have been brought to Earth in some way. This is all conjecture based on zero evidence that the scientist has just decided is the only explanation. It all ended up being correct. They analyzed air and they saw that they had these gamma rays. And now they've decided that, yeah, that, okay, so the gamma rays were only ever detected on Vega. So in order for them to be here, it must mean that some creature from Vega had to have come here. And mm-hmm. then they immediately jumped to, we yes. got to kill them. <laughs> the entire U.S. government goes, that's all the evidence we need. Seriously, it, it, this is complete conjecture. 100% this guy is like, this guy, this scientist is trying to put things together. And this scientist then makes a decision like, you know, it must have been brought here by some creature, not a meteor, even though we just read an entire fucking story about meteors, you know, making giant parakeets. No, Different it must line. be a creature and we must kill these creatures. So then yeah. they, of course, set it up so that they go to kill the creatures and they draw up what the creatures might look like, well, they, uh, which you, include you know, a walking pot leaf. You guys got to understand that uh, wiping out the Native Americans is a fresh memory. I mean, it, it never really stopped. It never really stopped. And, he, and here is a, a white American scientist going, good God, they're going to do the same thing to us. <laughs> and so, we got to stop them I'm going to guess that maybe a little thing called World War II was still on everyone's mind. Yeah. And so the scientists created something called an L-gamma counter. Uh, and then they decided to basically create these uh, gamma counters and put them all around the country, possibly the world. I don't know. And uh, just devoted trillions of dollars to scanning the atmosphere for L gammas. Yeah. So uh, where they got these predictions of what the aliens might look like? They're like, well, if they're plants, (laughs) they're going to be the heads of pineapples. And if they're bugs, they're going to have cute little holsters with their little guns. And if they're humanoid, they're going to look like fucking neutered frogs. Yeah. They're like mushroom kingdom people. I don't know. It's a really weird diversion when we, we speculate on what the aliens might like, look it's, like. It's only yeah. those three things. Everything but else this time. Everything else is bro science. Throughout this time, though, it's fantastic because, again, while I'm sure it's supposed to be pronounced vegans, it just this comic just over and over again talks about how vegans yeah. are going to ruin the world and how yeah. vegans just want to kill us. They're right. And how vegans have no respect for life. They don't. <laughs> they do not. That is true. It's 
fucking great. It's great. They're and tearing. Then how we have to kill the vegans. They're tearing apart the nuclear family. Yes. And then the, the scientist gets despondent because they still haven't found aliens, and he has a moment of thinking, "Could I just be pulling this out of my ass?" No, no way, no way. It's definitely aliens. Hold on, it's a, it's a little side note. Like, isn't it weird that like people get mad with, about vegans and they say shit like that that they're gonna tear apart the fabric of society? It's like, what do you care? Yeah. More meat for you. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess he thinks that if there's enough vegans, then eventually you'll have to just stop producing meat altogether because it, there won't be any any benefit in it. I mean, you guys heard about how they're going to limit how many hamburgers we can eat, yeah, right? Yeah, we can't have many hamburgers. We you mean, they're going to outlaw hamburgers. farming. What do you mean? What? What? Yeah, was it Pence? Who was it? Went off on a thing about uh, was it McConnell? Yeah. So when we're recording this, the RNC just fairly recently happened and... uh yeah, somebody, I think I think it was Pence, said that they were going to limit yep. hamburgers. How many limit hamburgers your hamburger you consumption. Who, who will? What? I don't know. Is that like poli- This is the is- second time I've heard them try to say this, though, so wait, as wait, wait, if wait. it can be enforced. Wait, wait, wait. So, like, the RNC, like, the, the Republicans want to limit the hamburgers? Like, this is... Nope, the other is- way around. They're saying, if you vote Biden, oh, you will be able see. to eat as many hamburgers as you want. I thought this was, like, Republican policy now. Like they were at the convention and they're talking policy and they're like, we're going to limit the hamburgers that you can get. Listen, they can keep whatever voting public votes off of hamburgers. If their metric is, can I still eat all the fucking hamburgers? I do like hamburgers and I don't like Joe Biden. Hmm. Well, that's why the RNC's new Hmm. secretary of commerce is Jughead. Right, right. Jughead <laughs> or, or crown? and his uh, yeah. and, uh, the deputy, uh, the deputy for that is Wimpy. Yeah, Wimpy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hamburglar is involved. Yep. He's involved. Oh, oh, oh it's I'm like, sorry. It's I'm sorry, guys. Kind of I'm thing. sorry. Uh, nope. Uh, both of these guys have already been fired for fraud. No, yeah. Oh, but yeah, they're great men. They're great people. The, the Hamburglar has been arrested for embezzlement. <laughs> well, I mean, given his name, like, there, he's only a matter of time. He's already got the outfit. He's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, and they're so, like, no, you, you got to wear an orange jumpsuit. He goes, man, it really doesn't go well with my gimmick. Things have changed. Things have like, really, really gone downhill just, in this they country. They just rip the mask and hat off of him and throw him in a cell. <laughs> his Zorro hat and mask. Yeah. Uh, we can just so see then, what uh, he looks like without, just without all of his sad orange jumpsuit. Uh, he looks like Chucky. He's shackled. <laughs> they do the little perp walk. Get in your cage, monster, and then they tase him. Yeah. So to handle these aliens, <laughs> yes. which look like people, they finally did. Like they finally find them because of all the gamma rays and this machine freaking out on it. This random and guy, this random guy at a, at a picnic, he's just like, I wonder if these guys are the aliens they were talking about. Good thing I got this box they sent me in the mail. They're in a park. They're not hurting anyone. <laughs> they're not talking to anyone other than themselves. But mm-hmm. just stay here. And uh, surprise, surprise, out comes a tank. Whole bunch yes. of guns, had it ready cannons, machine guns, so, just all wheeled so, in, it's like, just all fucking how, wheeled in to look at these peaceful how people. How did they get them there that quickly? I mean, they must have said there was a black family at the park. <laughs> oh, oh, Minding it's their in their D.C. Oh, yeah. It's in D.C. You can see in the background the um. Still, Jefferson I don't think there are tanks. Are, are there tanks ready to roll no. in D.C. at all times? Lincoln? No, no. Uh, um, I don't know about no anymore. But the police yeah. is heavily militarized, so maybe they have these things. It doesn't say that it was the military. It just says that they're here. Yeah, the <laughs> private contractors. <laughs> yep. <It's>, Blackwater. <laughs> Blackwater. <laughs> private tanks. Uh, and so they immediately open fire on this tank, and it doesn't hurt the aliens. And so the colonel who's there, going way out of his own authority, just says, well, let's drop an H-bomb on him. Yeah, let's just call in that H-bomb. I have, pl- I have access to all of them. Like, like you are not in your lane, buddy. Because we do, no, uh, Colonel, we can't do that. Go, how about an A bomb? Can we use that? <laughs> if the H bomb's too much, he's like, I'm gonna go talk to him. I guess liberal seems to be having a calm conversation with him. Get the H bombs. He's like, hey yeah. guys, what's going on? He goes, hey, we're just vegans. We just don't eat meat. You don't need to attack me. He's bringing alternative lifestyles. Get them. Which is great. And you know, a comic is just holy fuck what's all this when the doctor's name is dr crane and we make no scarecrow jokes the entire time or fraser yeah. jokes or fraser that's not the same crane scarecrow and fraser crane not the same guy there's a batman well, movie right there there is a batman i movie. would watch the fuck same guy out of that movie same character like it's in the same universe <laughs> Yeah, yes. they just completely merge the characters. Frazier. David beca- Hyde Pierce yep. is the fucking Riddler. Yeah, and- yeah. yeah no, Frazier and David Hyde Pierce, they like take turns being Scarecrow. And it's like a twist. 
where it's oh, like, yeah, uh, can't be Dr. I mean, yeah, it's both of them. Physically, yeah, yeah physically. And then Frasier turns choice. into Professor Pig. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that would make sense. And then he does a bunch of blow and crashes his Ferrari. <laughs> We're a long ways away from seeing Professor Pig on screen, unfortunately. But that'll be that. I've already kill seen him on the screen. Yeah. Where? Gotham and Harley Quinn. No, no, I, I mean uh, in a in a film. Oh, and Beware the Batman. Yeah, but no it's one not the, watched yeah, that. It's not the I don't same. Know. What it's is not the Beware same. Beware the Batman. It was, it was a, a CG Batman show was, that lasted was, for one season. Yeah, it was one, I oh. liked it. I thought it was great. But it wasn't the same pig. It was a very laid back version of pig. A real pig. The day the real Professor Pig is in a movie, that'll probably be the last day of my life. I'll see that movie and then say, well, that's that's about it for me. And yeah. just check out. Um, so anyway, but what in a, this situation. What a weird reason for suicide, bud. I've just been waiting on You've it. You've seen all the, the Batman. last thing on my all, list. All the Batman villains that get, get like featured in films and you're like, cool, my life is now complete. Yes, you go out on top. <laughs> I've seen Professor Pig in a film. Um, anyway, so uh, so this dude negotiates with the vegans, and they're like, "Yeah, dude, we didn't mean to cause any trouble. We're just observing shit. Uh, we'll leave. And That's we're cool. E- we're eating." But uh, he says it really condescendingly because he keeps calling them lower life. They forms are because they keep eating. Like, they are. Yeah. Are well, clearly, I mean, their reaction was like just to fucking blow everybody up. And then so they leave and the dude's like, yeah, thanks for leaving. Uh, you did still give us all radiation poisoning, though. You got anything for that? Because we're all going to die anyway. No, but you're luckily you're you're lower life forms. It doesn't matter. So uh, right. so they fly off in their ship and they turn into the, the, the prediction. One of the predictions of what they thought they'd look like. So that was a really good guess. Yeah. Yeah, somebody was right. They're like, hey, the first time we got was right it. We book. got it. Nice. Nice. Good job, uh, guys. Well done. Let's take off yeah. our shirts. That's what he looks like he's doing. It looks like he's just unbutting his shirt. <laughs> they both have their collars popped. Like that guy's just yeah, like, he's looking like he's like ripping open, exposing his chest to the stars. Yeah, he's hanging out with Robert Stack and they're discussing the stars. <laughs> yeah. This was uh, like, a, this was an episode of Unsolved Mysteries, it looks like. Yes. They are wearing trench coats. Yeah, it they looks look good. Like. What was they're the name of the host of Unsolved Mysteries? That's what we looked like. Robert Sack. Robert Sack. Oh, all, right, yeah. all right, okay, cool. <laughs> Tonight on Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, that show used to scare the hell out of me. It did, me too. Yeah, I remember there was one episode with a fucking ghost, and I'm sure it was the worst CG you've ever seen, but it terrified me, uh, and I could never watch the show uh, again. The Saturday Night Live sketch about it, where Dan Aykroyd played the host, that that scared the crap out of me. They did, it was more see that. it was more terrifying than funny. I set my my ringtone to the um, unsolved mysteries theme song for a while until it kept freaking me out at night. Hmm. Yeah, I remember a sketch with Conan O'Brien talking to kids, for, and for some reason there was an Unsolved Mysteries poster, and the kid like pointed at him and went, yeah, that's the guy I see in my nightmares. And Conan went, wait, hang on. You mean your parents have to come into your room and tell you there's no Robert Stack under the bed? <laughs> um, and then there's some bullshit science facts. Yeah, there's, uh, yeah you could stick your uh, gun over someone's nose. Yeah, and, and the, the police, police don't, don't notice. Don't notice, much like real life off. there. Yep. Uh I don't know what that has to do with science, but it's in the science snap section. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nothing really. Bees important are attracted there. by the color black. Women have shorter vocal cords, and then, then right. but then one of the guys really hates women for it. Yeah. Well, the the wife of the guy who's singing, uh, he doesn't care for her voice. But uh, the implication here is that he, because he specifically says short vocal cords, bah. Yeah. So <sighs> the implication is that if they had long vocal cords, he'd be cool with it i tell you what he'd really be cool with if his wife had a dick that's i'm not <laughs> okay, thinking well. that as much as just like wow the misogyny here is real real right and look how You're thinking it now look how that milkman's presenting <laughs> all right nobody he, can see he's looking over to the he's looking over his shoulder going wink hey guy hey boys <sighs> milk is 87 percent water yeah, that's true but i would like 100 percent cum <laughs> all right we're moving on it never happened uh so the next story uh the flying saucer boomerang which was uh uh, next story written by Otto Binder, art by a young Carmine Infantino. He was actually 30 Ooh. years He was 30 years old at the time. Otto yeah, Binder we'll, is we'll a German it. version of the Trapper Keeper. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Uh, so this is a story uh, about fraud. <laughs> yeah, basically. More or less. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the, 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 the like National Rocket Enthusiast Association gets together and declares on whose authority that UFOs are indeed aliens from outer space. And we have to kill them. If you shoot them down, they'll give you a million bucks. What would these creators think? Like, wow, man, imagine, like, these guys in the 50s, and they're making these comic books, like, about the government and UFOs, and now our modern-day government is like, yeah, UFOs are real, and no one cares. No, they announced that UFOs were real, but not that they were aliens. And, in fact, here's another thing people were confused about, because they 
unclassified those documents and everyone went, these are super classified documents and this, this means they are hiding something. No, unclassified means the documents were never important enough to bother classifying in the first place, but now people want them so they're putting it out. Yeah. The fact that they were never classified, that they were unclassified, not declassified, means they're, they're nothing. They're weather balloons or whatever. Bro, it's pretty clear that the Air Force pilots going on the Joe Rogan podcast is the reason yes. the government had to disclose this information. Uh, I do happen to remember a couple episodes ago where you where we talked about and you agreed that the possibility of aliens existing was infinitesimally small yes like we agreed that that that, that just was bullshit uh well it the, you agreed well it's more likely yeah. uh humans from the future coming back in time that would be lovely like to check shit out yeah that would make why more do they sense. keep probing us then for fun because they're gay then too yeah why did but, truman make the deal with the aliens then i didn't because I, truman was gay yeah he was gay too the future is super gay, Shay. The Pope super is, gay. Pope is gay too. Well, Lots of popes were. That's what we were just told, right? If we vote for Biden, everyone's gay. Yeah. Everyone's gay. Yeah, you. Yep. You have to get gay married. You specifically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everyone has to be gay married by the end of his first term. I'm not a big fan of marriage, though. I don't know how I feel no. about this. Well, gay marriage might be pretty good. I mean, have you tried gay marriage? I haven't. It's true. It might be great. True. I know. It's like Brussels sprouts. Know. You don't, yeah. you don't like them to try them, and they're probably good for you. Um, so anyway, the whole scheme here is that these couple of guys who work at a model aircraft store, they're going under, and they decide, oh, you know, we can make a million dollars by shooting down a quote-unquote alien spaceship uh, by just making one out of balsa wood and launching it into the stratosphere, which isn't going to work. Everyone in this comic right. has Ronald Reagan hair genetics. It, it looks great. Well, it's 55. Um, I don't understand in this, in this specific part how... We open up on the whole reason for them doing this is to get yes. money because they have uh -huh. no money. There's they a, have zero yeah. money. There's a million dollar. And no then money. they build a balsa wood life-sized UFO, a catapult, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. booster rockets, mm -hmm. yes. a plane. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. They have no money and one plane and they want uh, no plane and one money. But they have access to interest-free But they loans. had no money, no plane. And then they had no money plane. Mm -hmm. They should have just sold the plane. They didn't know they bought the plane. Oh, That's the oh, thing, guys. Well, they they say they bought they already it. had it. They had it. They bought they bought it at a surplus sale. And they, they had and they had missiles. They didn't yeah, but they bought it at a surplus sale to use it. And, they didn't just have it. And they had fighter pilot they, gear yeah. for like oxygen and helmets. Like they had all kinds of stuff. This is probably a lot of leftover shit that like after World War II, there's just a lot of shit that they bought for a for a song. They they had a lot of cheap shit. That's probably why they don't have any money now, is because they bought all this shit. All right. They, they exact well no, they bought Thermite bombs. They, uh, yes, they, they did have a thermite they spent bomb. 900, More they spent bombs. They spent nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars <laughs> worth of a gear because they can get a million dollars, and back then yes, a dollar was a lot. That's still a gain. That's a big gain. Mm -hmm. uh, so the plan here is they're going to launch this balsa wood plane into the stratosphere. Somehow it's not going to destroy the balsa wood, but whatever. It's a boomerang, apparently. It comes back to them after a while. It comes back to them. They paint it red so everyone can see it, and then they're going to get in their jet that they bought at a surplus sale, shoot it down, uh, and then they're going to blow up the plane, so the blow up the UFO, the fake UFO, so that uh, they can say, well, that's why there's no crew or anything left alive, because we blew it up with a thermite bomb that we also have. These guys are pretty pretty uh, highly trained in a lot of stuff they can just get jobs yeah yeah real jobs they don't need to do it they any just of this. love model planes was the education system just that good that's like this is yes. the bottom of the barrel of the employment industry is just like these guys can't get hired greatest generation they're like we're all engineers we're engineers by the time we leave high school yeah you gotta know what you're doing i mean there's a good chance that both of these dudes served they probably did, and we didn't take care of them afterwards. No, we didn't. Said fuck those guys. We're not going to set them up with they jobs spent all their, just because they're highly trained. They spent all their GI bills. They stole a plane and spent their <laughs> GI bill on all this nonsense to pull this scam. <laughs> Got to start up that model plane business, and so they launch it into the sky and they go to shoot it down. But then an actual alien spacecraft sees their fake spacecraft and assumes that it's an attack against them. They're like, wait a minute. So the humans have a they have access to the same kind of saucer technology that we. Have 
have, we have to destroy it so they don't destroy us. Again, every species, apparently outside of even our world, will take over every planet to give them the chance. Yeah, they're jerks. That's how you get big. Yeah. That's how you. That's how Everyone's you, a jerk. Right. Like that's, you're not gonna you're not gonna get far by not being a jerk. That's how you get nominated at the RNC. Right. Art of the uh, deal. That's what that. Hey That's their bible. The that's that's the Martian bible. I really hope the RNC just starts treating the art of the deal as the literal bible. And they just say, you know what, our new holy book, we tried, Atlas Shrugged, we're going over to Art of the Deal. hundred years from now, dude, who's to say? (laughs) I love that. I really kind of want to read Art of the Deal now. I I really hope they put Donald Trump's head on Mount Rushmore, honestly. I hope they do it. Which is apparently, like, impossible. Apparently the whole thing would collapse if they even tried it. They should. They should. It anyway. They're building that wall, aren't they? They say the wall's going to collapse because it was built. <laughs> it started yeah, collapsing. So, like, yeah. so let's do Mount Rushmore, too. Let's, oh, my let's God. Do it. No, it's cool. We'll set up a GoFundMe. Right, and then, st- and then Steve Bannon will steal all of our money. <laughs> let's ask him how to do it. He knows. Uh, maybe these guys should have talked to Steve Bannon and gotten a better scheme That's who going, the pilot is. Uh, it's Steve Bannon. <laughs> yes, it's Steve Bannon's dad. Uh, and so they decide... Uh, so. So their fake spaceship gets shot down by the aliens, mm-hmm. and then the pilot's like, well, shit, eh, I guess I can just shoot down this real Martian alien ship and, and to collect the money that way, legitimately, I suppose. Yeah, and uh, and of course, much in the style of the rest of the stories, uh, they blow themselves up in an atomic blast. <laughs> they blow themselves up. The aliens blow themselves up so that nobody can find their science. Like, well, this shitty rocket just shot us down, even though we've, we've, we've mastered interstellar space travel. <laughs> well, better nuke ourselves. Sorry, guys. Uh, and so then they figure out, well, maybe we can like pull together the wreckage or find something, whatever. But then they see that their fake spaceship didn't get blown up. It landed in like a sand dune. So it's totally fine. Yep. So the government yeah. shows up and they look at the fake one and they see that it says Thompson and Stone. Is that what it is? Yeah, Thompson Stone, Why would you put aircraft. your name on the aircraft? A You're pride, going right? to blow yeah. up. A lot of pride. That's how it was back then. Art of the deal. And now they're going to prison. Art and of the now deal. Yeah, so now... Like... Well, no, because now we've got a fucking, you know, madman here at the end because he's seriously going, you believe me, don't you? Yeah, he breaks They're the fourth wall. Why are they spying on Earth? Why? Out of nowhere, on the last panel, the, the our swindler guy breaks the fourth wall and addresses us and asks us what the deal is with these aliens. What if the cops are like, listen, dude, I got to deal with these giant parakeets. <laughs> I don't have time for this. Uh, you read Art of the Deal. Then there's something that I'll be honest. Uh, it was super boring. I didn't read it. I kind of went over this. Spot- <laughs> it's a text adventure. Spotlight on science is about star eclipses. Great. Uh, yeah, great. great. It was fantastic. Yep. It was Back great. then, the internet, people. This was the internet. Yeah, look, they were really look, into conspiracy stars. theories about aliens, like uh, yeah. random science facts. It's exactly what the internet's like now. Any Anything is true. Uh, so then we've got one more story. I think this is the last one. It's a story called Interplanetary Postcard, written by Sid Gerson, art by Raymond Perry, uh, or not, Henry Sharp, and Joe Gaella. I messed up my, uh, I think I messed up my credits at some point, but honestly, all these people are dead. God rest their souls. Mm-hmm. Rest in power. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, this last story is called Interplanetary Postcard, and in my opinion, the hero of this book is the wife who clearly no, no longer wants any part of her shitty family. Yeah. Well, she's the only one concerned about her child. <laughs> well, she's also, as we'll see, she is just fed up with this shit. The father's just like, I, father. I, can't, I can't care all that much or else my son will turn out gay. Yes. Okay, yes. this comic by itself, I already didn't want kids. Let's start there. Like the baseline is already that I, I wasn't going to go down that path. But this comic, reading it actively, like I could feel eggs explode and disappear because Ooh. I just got so pissed at this child that the possibility of children needed to just, my body just went, nope. Your eggs fell out of your ass. They just, Fuck they just, this kid. They just, Fuck this kid. Sh- Fuck this they kid. They shriveled up wow. and, Fuck and you got kid. one giant super period. I hate stupid kids. lost it all. All right. Well, let's explain what's going on here. So there's this toe-headed kid. Uh, named Rod. Named Dennis. This kid, okay. Do you remember? Yes. Do you remember Grindhouse? Do you remember yes, the, the Tarantino Grindhouse? I remember. I remember uh, Tarantino's worst film. Yeah, yes. I disagree. Um, Planet Terror. In Planet Terror, you know how like okay, there's the main woman, and then she has a kid. And spoiler alert for this movie that came out 15 years ago, she gives the kid a gun to protect himself, tells the kid, "Don't play with this," and then as soon as she gets out of the car, he shoots himself in the head. Oh, okay. really? I forgot this about that This is how scene. I feel about this kid. Yeah. Fuck well, this kid. Maybe you deserved should, okay. to shoot yourself in the head. Well, at some point, we should probably explain the story to the people who... There's probably no, three or four people who kid. have not read this comic book. I know it's a classic, fuck but him. we should probably tell people what happens in it. 
Um, so there's this kid, this this Dennis the Menace kid, and uh, he's building a rocket at, uh, I guess, his mom's father's farm because I don't think his father has any money. I think he's a middle management cook. <laughs> and uh, so... Yeah, he is. Yeah, so yeah, the kid's like, is. I'm going to stick around on this farm. We're in a puke and, green uh, tie. I'm going to stick around on this farm, build my spaceship. And uh, the father's like, all right, yeah, that's fine. I don't really care. We're going to go back to the city. Mr. Simmons will take care of you. Mr. Simmons is creepy farmer, dude. We never see again in the story. No, he's, he uses his skin to make the seats of the rocket. Well, yes. And he's playing pocket pool. Yeah, he, yeah, he is. is. Well, look at Dennis and look at his, his fine because he cause he took that program from the beginning of the comic and he gained 70 pounds of muscle. He has a trophy. <laughs> hey, it was all right in 1955. Mm-hmm. You want to come see my trophy? And so the the uh, the parents head home and they're like, yeah, he made a rocket out of uh, radio tubes and a vacuum cleaner motor. What a piece of shit. What a dumb kid. She's, we like, have. she's like, boy, my son is so smart. He sure as shit didn't get that from you. <laughs> he's, like, yeah. uh, he's like, well, we have to stay married it's the 50s and so uh so rod sent some postcards to his parents and apparently uh rod's made some friends with some aliens mm-hmm. and uh rod's uh, rod's dad is like dude this is bullshit this is fucking cg bullshit yeah he doesn't believe it photoshops don't Photoshop. worry about it don't worry about it now i can tell by the pixels now honey i have some bad news i can't pay the mortgage can you call your dad again so uh he manages to uh get the rocket fired up but then when he does a weird stingray looking yellow spaceship with an antenna flies down they say hey man uh so your bullshit rocket is fucking with our society so here's a 3d printer that makes jewels like dope dope stingray not to be confused with the marvel comics superhero no the best one favorite marvel favorite one right our favorite avenger just avenger the best Avenger, even though he's the Avenger that they won't actually put on the roll call because they're embarrassed. No, he keeps getting his shit caught in doors. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, yeah, so uh, they're like, yeah, we're ethical uh, aliens. Yeah. So we have this matter materializer. They'll just basically steal things for you. So if you give us your motor so it'll stop fucking with our society, we'll like give you some jewels and stuff from Mars. Look at the madness in the eyes of the boy in the, in the, in the middle left panel. Yes. Well, the kid's like, dude, uh, I actually have crazy power fantasies and it's the 50s so money isn't a problem well and this he clearly wants to be abducted or fucked with because his solution to we'll give you anything you want in order for you to to buy this off of you is i want to go with you two strangers who aren't from earth theoretically and i want to go on vacation with you probably do anything Mm -hmm. to get away from that farmer who's been coming (laughs) into his room at night i don't think this is going to present him the situation that he's looking for well he he does kind of destroy a bunch of civilizations as he goes yeah they all look like really hulked out great gazoos yeah they do look like great gazoos so they fly uh our our buddy dennis (laughs) to uh (laughs) to venus because venus is covered in water apparently yeah, apparently, and they crash land into the water because I don't know. Did he fuck up with their? En- did he fuck with their engine or something? Man, people were primitive. Uh, look at this picture. Yeah. They sent a postcard uh, to uh, his parents, and uh, Rod's father is still saying this is bullshit. He's like, "Hey, honey, I made I took an erotic photo for you to spice up our marriage." She's just like, "Oh my god, did the local <laughs> photo pharmacist see?" this and he says yes but now i can pay the mortgage He's like well look the farmer gave me some money for this and she says god damn it my husband's a brunette i'm a redhead our kid is blonde and these fucking jackasses haven't put it together yet mm-hmm. yeah anyway so they go and they take some postcards in venus uh swimming around with aliens but uh dennis uh rod whatever you want to call him uh fucks up everything everywhere he goes yeah, he, like real kids he, uh yeah he goes to the undersea world of venus because that makes sense and he opens mm-hmm. up uh, one of the water mains because that makes sense. And he f- and mm-hmm. he uh, he kind of floods the base, but they use their matter transporter to just shoot the water uh, out into the blue skies of Venus. Which I guess that would work. I guess. Jeez. And th- so then we see another scene where Rod's dad is reading a postcard and not believing it, and he says, uh, "Look, dear, Rod sent us another one of his fake postcards." And his wife says, "I want a divorce." Yep. And he d- I'm done. But he doesn't listen to her because it's the fifties. Yeah, he doesn't have to. Mm-mm. Then they decide to go. Where do they go after this? They go to Mars or something. Yeah, they go. They, they go, go to their home that? planet of Mars, and there. He, yeah, they go to the canal. He releases the most dangerous creature in the universe because he seemed cool. Yep. He seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, it, it invaded his mind. And like, hey, you should let me out. I'm actually really cool. <laughs> I'm a good guy. Don't I look like one of your precious, or like one of your house cats from Earth? 
Don't I? I'm very huh? docile. He's like, yeah. Very friendly. Yeah, you do. All right. You put a little tree in the window for me to climb in, and I'll cuddle up and purr. It's going to be so great. He lets him out. He goes, Don't, all right, Dennis. Thanks for the. Thanks for releasing me. I'll kill you last. <laughs> he starts murdering everything, and the aliens have to uh, subdue yeah, him. Yeah, they shoot him in the back. He didn't do anything wrong. Yep. And so then the aliens are finally like, dude, you got your shit. Like, give us the motor. We're, we're done with this. You've ruined our society. Mm -hmm. Fuck this kid. They get the motor and they drop Dennis back off at his bullshit uh, rocket just as his parents are coming to pick him up. Yep, and then they, uh, the rocket takes off. But that doesn't prove that he was on other planets, though. No, it doesn't. It's a rod story. It's true. Or did he just finish the rocket he said he was building? It's possible. I don't know. Who fucking knows? You're, you're looking for holes in Swiss cheese. You're going to find mm -hmm. it. You're going to find him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, at the at the last moment, uh, what happens? The, the rocket takes off. Yeah, because uh, oh yeah, yeah the, the Martians the are going to take it. Take it. Yeah, the, yeah the, the Martians take it and it flies off. And and the the father's like, well, that must be true. I must be a dumbass. And he goes, thanks for the wonderful vacation. Well, nothing in my life is going to top this. I guess this is yep. the end. And he kills himself in front of his parents. Mother <laughs> I ain't no! going back with Henry. The kid didn't get to see Professor Pig on screen. Yep, and uh, his mother <laughs> blames herself. It just yeah. It just gets super dark over time. Yeah, but then the, the Strange Adventures just becomes about her decline into rampant depression. Mm -hmm. It went on for another 200 issues. And then you can listen to uh, to me say, yippee, ride it, cowboy, after I'm, after Joe Biden forces me to be gay married, but I'm really into it after a while. <laughs> yeah, this is an ad for Schwinn Corvette bike uh, that's going to make you say, yippee, ride it, cowboy, because it's got such great features as the patented cantilever frame. Yeah, it's got, that's what kids were excited it's got about. the brand new wheel. Nothing about this involves cowboys. The kid. Right at Cowboy. The he's, kid. Yeah, the, he's wearing a cowboy hat. Mm -hmm. There's a lasso. He's got a cowboy neckerchief and it says right at Cowboy. But the bike itself. So? Yeah, it, it, it's, you know, he just committed a genocide of the native peoples. He's a perfect cowboy. Yeah. Dude, it's a $40 bike. It's like, like it's not a horse. Damn. That's a great deal for a bike. I would love a $40 Schwinn bike that rides like ass. 1955. That was probably $8,000. You ain't getting that up no hills. No, that's a, that's a fixie. There's an ad for a Howdy Doody, huh? Howdy Doody, and this is like a, it says the Howdy Doody color television set, complete with eight rolls of film, so I guess you just like put these little film strips in there. $40, $40 in, um, in 1955? $8 trillion. It's worth $386 oh, today. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. That's pretty expensive I mean, for a so comic book. So the bikes, they just happen to start at $386. Yeah. Well, good for them. Somebody made a lot of money off dumb kids. You know, and I'll say this. I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but I'm going to say it again. Everybody likes to say that whatever new generation of kids is stupid and everything. No, kids nowadays are brilliant. Yeah. They're geniuses. They would yeah, never they fall are. for this shit. You fucking boomers fell for this stupid bullshit, this howdy-doody color television set. Can you imagine a kid nowadays? I see 12-year-old kids on YouTube, like, calling up phone scammers and, like, hacking into their computers and shit, like... They're not falling for this kind of garbage. You want to say kids are stupid? You're stupid. Howdy Doody's acne is really troublesome. Yeah. <laughs> he needs some help. Jeez, he needs to howdy see Doody. You're made of wood. What's going on? Also, um, we did pretty good with avoiding racism in this comic book. But then if you look carefully, one of the eight rolls of color film that you get with the Howdy Doody TV is Howdy Doody visits his Indian friends. That's not too bad. It's well, we haven't seen it, but I'm going to assume that That's it's, uh, it's I'm going to let that go. That's fine. I mean, he also goes to Alaska, which probably ends up showing some Inuits. Well, let's not, well, Oof, wait, yeah. but we don't see it. It's not fair for us to make that kind of judgment on Howdy Doody. Right now, I'm more concerned. That's very I'm, true. I'm Mike. more concerned about his skin issue. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for being the rational one. Look at that. That's not freckles. That is clearly yeah. a horrible skin irritation. Is he yeah, not? Is he not washing his pillowcases? Yeah, you got to wash that. You got to rotate your mattress. You got to change out the pillowcases. And I suggest taking a shower before bed. I I, I do both actually. You're you're double ending it. You're double fist in the uh, mm -hmm. the showers. I, I have to. Oh. It's a, or you could do what I do sometimes, sleep in the bathtub. Yeah, just, just yeah. sleep in your own filth. Yeah, fill it up full of ice. Mm -hmm. Just get in there and slowly die. Lower your blood pressure. It's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and there's some bullshit electronic basketball game, electronic baseball game that doesn't work yeah. because boomers were stupid and would have bought yep. it. Yep. They thought, hey, they thought there was water on Venus. Bunch of there's dumbasses. a firearm. That's kind of racist. There we go. How, oh, yeah, yeah. Here's an, a new Daisy, uh, like, BB gun. And, oh, uh, yeah. That's well, definitely hold on, racist. Hold on. Hold see on. This. Let's, let's look at it. Is it racist? Yo, so wait. There's, there's an image. Yeah there's, what he, yeah, there's him talking. Yep. 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 Okay. There's a cowboy, and he's giving this gun wrapped up to a little Native American boy. 
And uh, it's problematic. I'm not going to repeat what they're it's saying. It's all yours, little beaver. No. It's just like mine. It's just, it's just Jags, like what's mine. their relationship? <laughs> like, why Why is he giving it to this Back child? Back then, they hit that stuff. They were, oh, like, my they God. Did, they, just, they just didn't want yeah. you to know. But it's a red rider. So, obligatory, you'll shoot your eye out. Mail two bits and coupon. Partner. Partner. Ah, and that's yeah. Have a gun book, which is a top-selling book in America right now. Huh. Everybody loves their guns. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. That's kind of about everything that's yeah, in there. That's the whole book. What do we think of this? Uh, zero stars. Wow, I was expecting the usual uh, perfect score. Well, because yeah. we were we've been doing perfect comics, and this was not. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, we were on like a 50, 50 episode perfect score streak. Yeah, so you guys just thought I was just being funny. No, I truly believe those were ten star books. All of those were perfect books. They wow. were. They were. Wow. Till we get to this travesty. Wow. <laughs> it was Shame? one star till I saw the 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 pedophile cowboy with his <laughs> racist caricature boy lover. Uh, Shay, what'd you think? Like one one star. Fuck that like kid. One star. Mm-hmm. Out of like fifty. Uh, It was okay. Um, Yeah, um, I don't know. It was, uh, I'll say, two out of five parakeets who've been listening to Dark Side's Couch. Fuck you. Fuck you. Our target demo. Yep. (gasps) Dumb dumb birds that swear. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever gets me. They sound just like me. Whatever gets me those sweet dopamine likes. (laughs) <laughs> uh, let's see uh, closing plugs you can hit us up with your requests at Darkside's Couch on Instagram Twitter and Facebook you can listen and subscribe on Spotify Google Play Podcast DarkSidesCouch.com or wherever you get your podcast Mike what are we doing next time uh, we're doing what did we say Namor we're, yeah. well, we're doing Water Month for some reason that we haven't we're not really sure on but for whatever reason we're going to do a bunch of water themed comics I guess we could do it because it's like uh, everyone kind of missed out on the summer so maybe we could do a last yeah. hurrah right summer. yeah and we're going to hold our pee the whole month. Yes. Uh, we're going to be doing next month uh, the original, I believe the original water-based superhero or anti-hero, whatever you want to call him, Namor, yep. uh, the Submariner. But uh, we're going to do issue number 35 from the 90s, from uh, like 1993 or something like that. You can tell I picked it because it's from the 90s and it's a Marvel book. Yeah, this is right in your wheelhouse. So that's that's going to be great, I'm sure. Um, yeah, so we're going to start off Water Month. Too bad we already did uh, Sword Quest Water World, but... Right, that would have been oh, a good well. one. I guess we could just rerun it. Yes, let's just, no. just shove that in. Actually, I think we, we may miss next week, maybe? I don't know. We're, we're figuring out scheduling. So if we miss next week, just go listen to Sword Quest Water World. It's the same damn thing. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Anybody got anything they want to add? Uh, well, I mean, uh, if you're already uh, heavily educated enough in engineering, maybe you don't need to be running scams. True, true. Shay? Uh, stay safe. Stay safe. Mask up. Read uh, Art of the Deal and get your life together. Yes. Start investing in the market, you fucking loser. Uh, that's it. Uh, ta-ta for now, Christian Crusaders. We'll talk to you next time on the couch. Biggest seed bell you have. No, that's too big.